Welcome back to the White Noise Podcast. I'm Ethan, joined by Gorge. And as always, oh, would you look at that? Jacob's not here today, unfortunately. Unfortunately, he's not. But you know who is here? <gasps> who? A very special guest. A good friend of mine and Gavin's. Avid listener, Mr. Joe. Hello. Who's Welcome Joe? to the White Noise Podcast for the first time, Joe. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. How was the drive? It's pretty nice. It's nice. <laughs> you asking him or me? No, I'm the one that fucking drove him. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Um, so, Joe, um, why don't you... Uh, how was Ohio? How was Ohio? <laughs> I was thinking about keeping the Ohio thing going, but I was like, uh, it, what city it's is an old from? joke. There's not that many cities in Ohio anyway. Doesn't even exist. There's like four. We already used all of them. Um, so, Joe. Yes. Joe has been a friend of mine and Gavin's for... Like, going on nine years now, huh? Yeah, at least like 12 or something. 15? 15, maybe. maybe. Nah, just kidding. Uh, it's been uh, two years. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. It seems way longer. It does. Um, why don't you enlighten us on how we met? So? On how you and Gavin met, specifically. Oh, okay. The, the real, the true story. The true story. Yeah. Not the cover story. Not the cover story. Oh, okay. I'm dying to know this, too. <laughs> I didn't know there was a true story. So... In high school, I played football, and I was on the team with this guy named Jay. Shout out Jay. Jay. Shout out Jay. I think we've shouted out a lot of times, so shout out Jay. That guy. That guy. And in college, Jay asked me if I wanted to join a D&D campaign he was running. Yeah, so I joined it. I'm on the edge of my seat here. And that's how I met you guys. You guys yep. were a part of it. Look at that. Shout out Full Jay. Full circle. Shout out Jay. Making friendships. Haven't talked to that guy in a while. <laughs> I think it's been two months, three months. Damn. Unless we send memes. But that's yeah. it. <laughs> he'll, he'll send like one meme <laughs> and then just be gone. Yeah. <laughs> you missed him. Maybe next quarter you'll see him. <laughs> it's like a fucking comet. Yeah, that's... It comes around every now and then. That's how we met Joe. D&D. &D, and then we played D&D &D for... Uh, Time zone pending. <laughs> a year and a half. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, Same campaign, too. Same yep, campaign really for a year story. and a half, and then it ended abruptly because... No, it had an actual ending, and then we started a new one, and that one never got an ending. Well, it should have ended from the original ending, and okay. I stand by that. Okay. And you stood by that, too, and then you just switched on me. Oh. Gavin brought it up. We probably would have had a different ending had you not messed up the campaign, like, halfway through, or, like, that final end there. I did That's that. a story for another time, then. Um, Joe. But <laughs> with that being said... Gavin? Ethan? I forgot what I was going to say. That's tough. That's tough. And we're back. So, Gavin, you want to explain where Jacob's at today? Just kidding, you don't have to. In Jacob's basement. in Ohio. <laughs> Jacob's in Gavin's basement. I was gonna say he's in Ohio. <laughs> both, both, both. I mean, same thing. Gavin does have a basement in Ohio, or his basement leads to Ohio. So it's the same. It's the same, same like thing. area. I mean, you go in there, you never come out, you never heard from again. So on last week's Gavin versus Wild, Jacob voted for the blind bull, mm -hmm. and then Gavin had to punish him. Yeah, so that's why he's not here. That's, this that's week. what happens. Obviously, don't vote for. Don't <laughs> vote against me. Oh, I voted against you. You voted against him? Yeah. I think I have the screenshots, let's right? Hope, let's, let's see if you make it home today, Joe. We'll talk more about the Gavin versus Wild later, but for now, 
Let's get into our weekly, for some reason, Moon Knight update. Gavin, how was the latest episode of Moon Knight? Um, this definitely was by far the weakest episode of the show. Okay. However, <coughs> despite me saying that, this episode was still pretty good. In fact, it even had some horror elements in it. So definitely recommend to watch, especially if you're a sucker for, you know, jump scare or two or just like a thriller. Um, some unique enemies showed up in this episode. And the ending left you scratching your head going, what the hell just happened? So if you're into that stuff, into stuff that'll make you want to watch the next episode, might as well give this episode a watch. Give the whole show a watch. Seriously, what the fuck are you doing? Watch the whole goddamn show. It's taking you so long. <laughs> Only seen the first episode. Joe, have you seen any of it? I have not seen a single episode of Moon Knight. Cringe. Are you, is there a reason? Or like you have no interest? Or you're just waiting until it all, all, all comes out? Or uh, I've been watching some other shows. Oh. Okay. I'm guessing we'll get to in a later <laughs> okay. segment. <laughs> all right, I cool. I this episode a seven. Um, do you think... I wanted to ask you this, Gavin. Do you think... After this season of Moon Knight, there will be a second season or a movie. It, okay, if they do a show, <laughs> it's got to have a much higher budget than this. Like, you can't afford to have Moon Knight on the show for like a grand total of five minutes throughout the entire six episodes. Uh-huh. You know, there's if we're gonna do another season, I want to see way more Moon Knight than just the last couple seconds of the episode. Okay, if we do a movie though, we'll have a much higher budget, so Moon Knight won't look as janky. And we'll get to see more. Do you think it could be possible in, uh, this leads to the next thing, the current state of the MCU? Like, do you think it, like... Like, do you think, can you see that happening down the line? Oh, no. No? I can't. With how, like, with with every MCU movie coming in, there's, like, the threat rises up. So now Mm -hmm. we're at the point where there's really no such thing as a villain that doesn't threaten the whole fucking planet in one way or another. Whole universe. Exactly. It's multiverse now. Exactly. It's not even your own universe. It's every every possible universe. It's the same thing with like Daredevil and Punisher where it's like maybe we'll see something in this next Doctor Strange movie but them getting interlinked into the MCU and being like on screen kind of like Spider-Man. No. That's not got that reference. What was that? Interlinked. Interlinked. That's from uh, the movie of the week which we'll get to. (laughs) All I right. would love to see him, you know, stand next to Hulk or some shit, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. That's fair. Maybe. Didn't, I mean, uh, we'll see. Nothing's possible. Didn't Oscar Isaac say it was just going to be a limited series? I don't recall. I thought he said something like that. And if that. he said that, I can see it becoming, like, him just playing a role in a movie or something. Yeah. I mean, even, he did a great job. He's done like a great a, job Even, like, so a team-up movie or something. Mm-hmm. I could see him being in, like, a Punisher or, like, a Daredevil show. Okay. But yeah, well, or maybe yeah, even in the awesome. next, maybe even the next Spider-Man movies, because, I mean, in the comics and... Other yeah. shows, Moon Knight has made an appearance there. Yes. So, I mean, if in the next Spider-Man movie, Moon Knight shows up, hell yeah, Spider-Man's my new favorite character. Just kidding. I would <laughs> Gavin never. will never like Spider-Man. Ever. <clears throat> um, speaking of that, <laughs> Thor, Love and Thunder. Did you guys see the trailer? Nope. Nope. You guys both haven't seen the trailer? <laughs> nope. Joe, are you doing it purposely because you don't want to watch it, or you just, um, like, didn't get around to it? I saw, like, some images of it. I just never really got around to it, and I... Some of my friends I'm in a group chat with like sent memes about it, so I feel like I have enough cultural knowledge of it. Gavin? I just never got around to it. I knew it's been out. I just haven't. Hmm. Just never got around to it. Interesting. I mean, I've heard it looks okay. I haven't seen it. But well, I mean, it's just... I don't know why Jane Foster's Thor, but I mean... Well, like, I, I, watched it, I watched it once just to see it. Okay. And I don't know. It's It's where I've been with the Marvel Universe since Endgame of, like... It's becoming the same thing. It's becoming a little repetitive. Like, Thor, the last Thor movie, Ragnarok, did so good 
that I think they're trying to force this one just based off the trailer. Like kind of force in, the in, tone? In a, in a similar sense, yeah. In okay. a similar sense of how Guardians 1 was so great mm-hmm. and then Guardians 2 felt a little forced because of how great the first one was. Like in its tone and comedy. So that's the the vibe I'm getting from Thor Love and Thunder. Well, I thought when Thor was going to be coming back, he was going to be coming back with Guardians of the Galaxy, which I heard they do show up in this next show, but I I don't know where that yeah, I'm just trying the trailer. to Well, it's like uh I think they'll barely be in it. That's what it, people were saying. They'll which like, is be kind just of, in the beginning. That's kind of disappointing in my opinion then. And then I think they're they'll leave they'll like part ways and stuff. But I can very well see Thor dying at the end of this movie or something. Really? Yeah, or at the very least retiring and Chris Hemsworth kind of hanging it up. Was uh, was Christian Bale in the trailer at all? I don't think so. No. Oh, he's yeah, he's like gonna playing be, the yeah, bad guy. Yeah, he's the main bad guy. I don't know. I, I didn't see anything, and I, I didn't watch it closely. I just watched it casually. Honestly? <laughs> I watched it from far away. <laughs> I think, if we're going to go with state of the MCU, I think the future of the MCU hinges on how well this Doctor Strange movie goes and yeah. then what it does. If this movie sucks and flops... That could very much well be a pretty bad sign about what's going to be the future. Can't be. Sam Raimi's directing it. Can't flop. I don't know. I don't know. Anything's possible. Shout out Sam Raimi. Shout, Shout out Sam, Sam Raimi. Raimi. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Um, but I don't know. I think it just depends on if Doctor Strange does well or not. If it, I just oh, there's just so many theories about what's going to happen in this uh-huh. movie, but the nobody knows like who's all going to be in it. Yeah, it's it's as crazy as the like far from home theories. Yeah, and stuff. like I've heard that. Oh, there's gonna be Nicholas Cage as Ghost Rider. There's gonna be what was his name, Thomas Jane Kelly as the original Punisher. <laughs> That'd be and then cool to see, but it, I want it to have a purpose. Exactly, I don't want it to just, just be like, thrown exactly. in there because that's where not to mention it'd be expensive as shit. <laughs> well, to get all these characters, it, to get all, all the fantastic. If they want to get well. Ben Affleck as Daredevil, <laughs> please don't. That'd be funny. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I want to see Electra. Where's Electra sequel coming in? Oh my god! Oh man, I've been begging for that. Gardner. Blade. I've been. I'm looking forward to Blade, but it's not Wesley Snipes, so I'm a little. You, you, it's the second time you've said that. I I fucking loved Wesley Snipes' Blade. He was cool. I haven't seen a single one. Oh Me either. my gosh! <laughs> it is suck. Joe. Um, I think Ryan Reynolds was in it too, wasn't he? I think he was in three. He was in the yeah, third one. The third one. It was like I, a, I like how we know that, but we haven't yeah, seen I the know. movies. <laughs> That's me with a lot of movies I haven't seen. It's like I know a lot about them. Just haven't seen it. Do you think Deadpool's going to come in from this movie? Is this how they're going to merge him into there? I don't think in this one. I don't personally. know. Maybe in the I don't. Scene. I have no idea what they're going to do. All right, I'm calling it end credit scene. Is going to be Darede- or is going to be Deadpool making his way into the MCU? Really? You yeah. think so? Some either end credit some scene or way? some way in the movie. In the movie, Patrick Stewart's point. in this movie. <laughs> exactly. So that means we're going to get the X Men. Let's be honest. I'm so confused of what's going on. You know. Yeah, that's what happens when Disney stupid accompli- Fox merger. I was gonna say that's what happens really when Disney everything over. buys the rights to your franchise. Thanks, Disney, but you are giving us a pretty kick-ass Moon Knight show, so I guess I can't be too harsh. It's all right. Give us season two, please. What do you mean it's all right? You've only seen episode one. <laughs> yeah, episode all- one was cool. And it was all right. No, I thought you oh. gave it like an eight out of ten. Did I? I thought I gave it a seven out of ten. You find his ratings change. <laughs> my ratings lot. do change just depending on my mood. <laughs> I feel like that's valid, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. It is when it changes as much as yours does. No, it's not. Yes. At that point, don't give a fucking rating. <laughs> it's going to change that often. Don't give one. Um, Speaking of ratings, how about the ratings of this? 
You having fun there? <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Star Wars. Let's go into that. Um, so, Gavin. All right. Time to get controversial. Time to get controversial. Right. So this is an argument that's been ongoing, and I planned to do it today before I knew Jacob wasn't going to be here. So sorry, Jacob, that you <laughs> won't be here for the Star Wars talk. Rest in um, peace. Does he know that we're doing this? No. Don't tell him. <laughs> uh, so my apologies. That, or not even my apologies. Well, my apologies. That, yeah. Um, sorry, so, Jake. Star Wars. We're going to get into it. We're going we're gonna to rank these movies. All live action feature movies. So Clone Wars movie doesn't count. Series doesn't count because yeah. Let's talk about the live action movies, the original trilogy, prequel trilogy, sequel trilogy, and then the solo and rogue one spinoff. Is and there another one? I think it's just those two. Okay. Can you go through like all the the rankings? <clears throat> what does it go from? The rankings, like on a tier list? Yeah. Let's it's uh S A B So we're C-D. going best, pretty good. Medium, this movie sucked. So D is the lowest? D is the lowest. Okay. Um, let's start with the original, A New Hope. New Hope. All right. B tier. B tier. Yep. What was what, that big fan what's, of it? What's your argument there? Um, maybe had I watched it, I honestly think my my bias towards that has to come from a technological standpoint. It was a little goofy at times, but it but was... See, with that, you can't appreciate, like... But at the same time... I thought it didn't look super bad. You're all about the looks when it comes to I'm movies. not all about the yes, looks, you but are. I will say that if a movie looks... Okay. I mean, I'll get into it later. I, I don't want to get into this right now. We're going to get into other movies. All right. A New Hope, B2. Joe, where would you Very put Very Lake. I'd say, keeping in mind like how it kind of revolutionized everything regarding sci-fi and Star Wars, I'd give it... I'd give it an S. You'd give it an S? Yeah. Tier. I really like A New Hope. I think... Okay. It's a good movie. Yeah, I think it's a very solid movie with a lot of interesting moving parts, uh-huh. and just overall, it's very solid. Okay, and an iconic entrance, to Darth Vader. I pretty good there. That's fun. I put mine. I put it at A tier. Okay, which I think is a good in between between B and S. Okay, I'll well, I'll settle for A tier then for I'll, me. The reasoning for not like I understand where you're coming from, Joe. Is like it's the original Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Empire and Return of the Jedi are better than A New Hope. Uh, you think so? I do think really? so. Really? Yeah. I think Empire is an S tier Star Wars movie. I will put Empire at S. But I think Return of the Je- I will put New Hope in A. But Return of the Jedi I will put in B. No, I feel like Return of the Jedi is fair to be in A as well. It was a good movie, but it was nowhere near as good as New Hope and Empire. You think so? And Empire was just better than both of them. So it's just like... You think so? I do think so. All right. So should I talk about both of those movies then, since Kevin <laughs> yeah, kind of jumped let's around? Do it. Let's do it. All right. So I Empire. give Empire an A. Okay. I they put it in theaters like two years ago again, so I kind of rewatched it then, and there were some parts that I thought were like a little slow. Okay. But at the same time, I appreciated like some of the technological advances, and like there were some really cool shots in there. I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, here's, good here's what I think we should do. Keep track of where you're rating these for yourselves, because I think this is going to get con- controversial. So I don't want one tier list to represent all well, of us. I feel like most of us can agree on the pre or the I'm sorry, the original trilogy. But once we get to the prequel trilogy, that's where shit's going to get sequels. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I think and, so. And even the spinoffs. Like, I think Solo is a solid movie. Okay. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get oh, there. Yeah, and we'll then, get there. Uh, Return of the Jedi, right? That was the next one? Correct. Okay. Um, Empire, I put as S. I'm putting Empire at S as well. And I'll put it at A. Okay. It's going to get confusing. So, Return of the Jedi. So, Gavin already gave his his ranking, right? On Return of the Jedi? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it's honestly just because of Endor. What'd you give it? I thought the Ewoks were very annoying. That's it? Really? I mean, I fucking loved Luke at the end. <laughs> so Had it not been for, like, the Ewoks. But, I mean, I, will, I liked Ewoks in regard to, like, the Porgs. Fucking last Jedi. Okay, but um, but it was a very obvious. We just want to sell some toys to kids, type of thing. I'd give Return of the Jedi a C. C. Yeah, oh gosh, you, you give like Return of the Jedi a C. Yeah. Why is that? I don't think. Like, I think all the Jabba stuff is kind of boring. The Endor stuff is boring. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. Hot take. I agree really? with you on the Endor Hot stuff, take. but Jabba the Hutt stuff. They was kill good. off Boba Fett. Really stupid way. Hot take though. That is wow. You but they didn't you think ki- the, that wasn't killing. The Jabba stuff is boring. You think the Endor stuff is boring? I do really like the uh, Luke Vader Emperor stuff though. Like oh, I, th- dude, I think yeah. that's some of the best Star Wars out there. But it's a shame that it's in. It's surrounded by a lot of less good stuff. Wow. Yeah, but like Carrie Fisher in the beginning, bro. Oh, that's where you're going. <laughs> <off>. Come on. <laughs> Shut up, Joe. Not Joe. Shut up, Gavin. We're we're moving on. I was talking about when she rescues Han. Sure you were. What do you, what did sure you think you I were. was getting at? Sure huh? you were. <laughs> what do you think I was Carrie Fisher in the beginning of Return of the Jedi. She was epic. What else would that mean? She was epic. What else would that mean? She saved Han. What do you mean? What am I, what am I supposed to be getting at? What are you thinking of? <laughs> just, I hate you. Luke versus the Rancor was also pretty cool. I thought the Rancor for the time period especially looked pretty fucking cool. Sure you did. I did. But you hate it. I didn't hate it. You said it's visually unappealing. I said New Hope was visually unappealing at some parts, it's but it whatever. was fine. It's whatever. What the... All right. Um, now let's get into the meat of this steak. Phantom Menace, episode one. Why don't you go first? I think you should go first, Gavin. Yeah, I think you should go I first. Think, I would put Phantom Menace at C tier. What's the lowest tier we have? D tier, you said, or is it C tier? It's D tier. D tier. Okay, yeah. I'm putting it there. In fact, we'll just create its own tier list. The Phantom Menace list or tier. Where? Just. E. e fucking it's, Lo- it's the only it's the movie worst in that one? one. Yes. It was <laughs> then the you keep worst track of that one. yourself. I think Re- the only way that it Darth Maul, the fight with Darth Maul and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon was the only reason that movie was watchable. That was the only part. That was the only part I'm, that I think would you put it? see the movie. D. D. I really only like that one scene that Gavin just talked exactly. about. Exactly. That fight was coolest. I, Honestly, best part. The whole pre trilogy. I tried rewatching. I, so. yeah. I tried rewatching Phantom Menace like two years ago. I got through like ten minutes of it, and I was like, I can't watch this. It's just so bad. And yes, I will die on this hill with visually unappealing. If I can't look at your fucking movie without wanting to throw <laughs> up, yeah, I'm going to say, all right, visuals were shit. I, but they had Jar Jar Beans. I will say though, a lot of other people have talked about this, but you have to give Phantom Menace credit for at least like. For what it did in terms of like CGI characters, like oh, yeah. having Jar Jar and like innovating that, but the yeah. movie is just 
bad. Oh, yeah. No, it was great. the first movie, I think, to use CGI. It was the use, really. Wasn't it the first movie to use digital? Yeah. Instead of, like, actual film? I think I, so. I think that was Attack of the Clones. Nope. I think it was Phantom Menace, Joe. Well, either way, it was. <laughs> there was something visually about it that was revolutionary for all the movies going forward. That, however, does not save it from looking like kind of a hot mess. Um, all right, whatever. The, the Gungans okay. did not look nope. good. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks, don't fucking bring him up to try to save that movie. <laughs> if right. anything, Attack of the I would put it at C tier if it wasn't for Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Where would you put that? I'm putting that at C. Same problem. The clones look like shit. I'd put it at D. You you watch Phantom Menace before you watch Attack of the Clones? Yeah. At least there's more action than Attack of the Clones. And the fights make up for it. But I mean, eh. I, I hate to say it, this is a hot take, but I fucking hated Anakin in both Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace. I think that's a pretty popular opinion. Well, no, because everyone's like, oh my god, it's Hayden Christensen, right? Is that- Hayden Christensen in Attack of the Clones. Hates- yeah. It's well, Jake yeah, I know Lloyd that. I know in that. Phantom Menace. And I don't want to rip on him too much in Phantom Menace because I heard that that's actually... Uh, he went into the depression because of how hate he got for that. But yeah. Hayden Christensen... Like, but he also did Jingle All the Way, so... I didn't think he was that... I didn't think he was that great of an Anakin. The Clone Wars Anakin, the cartoon. I think he's Anakin, though. Like, you can't put anyone else in that role and yeah. see Anakin. Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen made it his own to where he'll always be Anakin. I like, feel like the, the people, ra- people I've talked to like prefer animated Anakin over life. Yeah, a lot of people do. But Hayden Christensen will always be Anakin. That's how you always look. picture. That's how you yeah. always do that. Because it was between, I think, Paul Walker or Hayden Christensen as Anakin. I just can't see Paul Walker as the character of Anakin. I also did not like the Padme Anakin love story. Sure you didn't. It was not that good. It was beautiful. No. Just kidding. All right, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, I didn't give my ranking. Oh. Then hurry up, Joe. C. C. For all the reasons we've discussed. C- I do C- like C- the Jango Fett stuff. That's I cool. did. It was cool. Okay. Okay. I think if these two, if those two movies, Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace, had been made with today's technology, might have made them a little bit better, but... It was more than just the bad animation that made those movies bad. Yeah, okay, whatever. Teach your own. Revenge of the Sith. S tier. S tier. You guys put that in S tier. Yeah. Yep. That's surprising considering how much you rip on everything else. How wow. I rip on the other two worst Star Wars movies? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, yeah, I'd put it in S tier too, but I feel like I want to argue your guys' point of putting it in S tier. But it's S tier. There's um, well, no other way to describe it. If we're going to go basic stuff real quick. Visuals already are huge inc- improvement. From and obviously, Anakin vs. Obi-Wan. That was and good. And obviously, the Order 66. soundtrack that plays during yeah. all of that. Exactly. So good. Really That's good. Their awesome. CGI, like I said, way better. So it wasn't, you know, like, ugh, to look at the whole movie. Eh, it, it, still, it still has kind of the same issue of the other prequels, like the dialogue. There's points yes. where it's not good. But I think there's enough. That's every early 2000 movie, though. Sure, but there's enough good stuff in Revenge of the Sith that I can overlook yes. some of those flaws. Okay. I wish that, because I mean, I know this is going to be controversial, because for some reason, everybody magically loves the prequels out of nowhere. Like, everywhere I look up on YouTube, everyone's like, oh my god, the prequels were so good. And I'm just kind of like, where were you guys when Lucas was getting all the fucking hate for these movies? I had to sell it. <laughs> yeah, he sold this movie because everybody hated him for it. So it's like, I'm just wondering where all these people came from. And where were they when? Well, I think it's it's mostly like on. people who were kids like grew up on it and loved it. It yeah. was like kids that loved it, so and that's the people, why the people think... that love it now are 
were kids when those movies came out, so it's yeah. not like they could defend it. It was adults that were like, these are trash. It was the people that grew up on the original trilogy and then are in their 30s watching the prequels and like, yeah, this is garbage. And that's why I think a lot of people like the prequel trilogy now. It's because it's just nostalgia. It's like going back to that. Sure you do. That's, the, then, that's sure the case. Do. There's like that argument, is the same thing going to happen with the sequels? I feel like Star Wars isn't quite the pop culture beast that it used to be. That I, I don't think the same like cultural like or critical reappraisal of the movies will like happen regarding the sequels. But okay, time will tell. I don't see that happening either. Um, but cool. As long as we agree that Revenge of the Sith is S tier. Um, should we do Rogue One next? Yeah, we'll do Rogue One All next. Right. Rogue One. I'm putting that in an A tier movie. Okay. That was Why? a pretty good movie for me. Why? Um, I liked all the characters for one. Okay. Um, I liked the way it ended. The Darth Vader scene at the very end, really cool, despite it being one of at first, uh, you know, didn't think we were gonna get to see anything really at Darth Vader outside of just dialogue. So him going complete ape shit over rebels at the end there was good. I loved the villain. Uh I forgot his name, but Krennic? I love that actor. Krennic? Even yeah. then Dark Knight Rises uh, gets crushed by Bane. Mm-hmm. He was a really good, compelling villain. Um I liked how all of them sp- Spoiler alert, all of them died at the end. <laughs> but they died, their their deaths weren't just like, oh no, they're all dying for nothing. Like, all of their deaths, every single one of them... Suicide Squad. ...had something that meant. Like, they were doing something and it meant something when they died. Okay. So, it was sent... I mean, I know no one got really super attached to all the characters because you knew they weren't coming back, but it was still kind of disappointing to watch them all die. All right, Joe, where would you put it? Well, first, I was going to ask, did you, like, know that they were all going to die when you went into it? Because I think somebody, like, told me they were all going to die when I went into that yeah. movie, so I already knew that. But I I was young when I was watched watched it, so I was like, did they die? Like, where are they now? Like, That's what I figured. Logically putting it together, like, they're probably dead unless somehow they survive type of thing. Okay. Well, in New Hope, Leia says, like, a lot of spies died to get the Death Star plans. Yeah. So I, that's what I figured. They okay. were dead. Okay. Where'd you rank it, Joe? I'd say A tier. I think A tier A tier's a fair spot. I could see it in S tier, but I put it on A tier for myself. Yeah, I think there's just I don't have any like huge issues with it, but I just don't think there's enough there to like push it into S tier. Alright, alright. Now uh let's do solo. I'm gonna put that as a B tier movie. Yeah. I thought you would put it much lower. Oh, no, not, not Solo. I didn't like Solo, but I didn't hate it either. Now I feel like I have to put it higher because I think it's fair in B tier, but I mean, I just liked it even if I you. Even if I didn't like it, I mean, I'm not going to say it's shit if everybody else enjoys it, unless it's Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones because those movies were shit. Where would you put it, Joe? B tier. There's a couple things that annoy me, like, that are just kind of, it feels like they... The filmmakers like felt like they had to include it, like Han Solo getting his name or getting his gun, yeah. or getting the Millennium Falcon. It's like it just feels kind of forced. But I, I thought it was a pretty solid movie. I saw it like years after it came out on Netflix or something. Okay, but, yeah, cool. I, thought it was I think that's right. fair. Now let's get into the meat again, part two. It's the second entree. Get into the meat. Force Awakens. The meat returns. <laughs> uh, Force Awakens. I'm gonna put in B. Me too. Joe? B. Okay. Look at that. It was, oh. they did butcher Han Solo a little bit in this movie, but Dude, I think yeah. everything else was pretty good. It was a solid, soft reboot. Okay. 
Yeah, it was. It's almost a one to one to a New Hope in a sense. Oh yeah, it was entirely yeah. New Hope. It it's funny because, like Jurassic World came out around the same time, and it was the same thing to like the first Jurassic Park, um, kind of the same exact concept, <clears throat> and then Last Jedi and the second Jurassic World came out, and they were completely different and like one eighty. Mm-hmm. So that that's interesting. But Last Jedi, where would you put that? D. I'm putting it D. at C. I put it at D. I it's liked it just, way better than Phantom Menace, but maybe visually, yeah. Not even, but as a, visually, it looks good. As sometimes the red room, like if you look at the choreography, we, oh, I was just talking about like cinematography. Yeah, cinematography, great, but the story's just. I think the acting was far not, better in this one than it was in Phantom Menace. Was it? Yes. I don't yeah, think so. Fucking lootly. Kidding. And then uh, Rise of Skywalker. Also D. Yeah. I'm gonna put that C as well. Really? Yeah. I didn't think it was no terrible. Horrible. They just they ruin everything. Yes. However, really wish Jacob was here. I didn't like <laughs> the whole fucking holy shit. Here's a rebellion. Everybody's here. Oh my god. We have like a ton yeah. of ships here. And I'm like, where'd they come where from? Where the fuck exactly. did these people come from? Or somehow Palpatine returned. Like Ugh. that's just horrible stuff. Yeah, uh, definitely wasn't a good one. But again, I would definitely watch it. But before I watched Phantom Menace, that's just how I. I disagree. That off. All right, cool. So we got those tier lists. We will get that made up and uh, post it on the Instagram and say whose is whose, and then you can vote on who's right and who's wrong. Gavin's probably wrong, so he's used to it by now. And then uh, we'll put Joe's on there, mine, and then we'll even probably get Jacob's on there. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how they all stack up against each other. All right, so that's Star Wars. That's Star Wars talk for you. Let's get into the movie review from this past week. Um. All right. So the movie of the week was Blade Runner twenty forty nine, the sequel to Blade Runner nineteen eighty two. Just kidding. It came out in nineteen eighty two, but it took place in twenty nineteen. That was just called Blade Runner. It's called Blade Runner. Um, kick ass name, by the way. You know. So I think it's a cool name. Blade Runner. Gavin, what do you think? Overall thoughts. Were you talking about twenty forty nine or the first one? Twenty forty nine. Um, I thought it was a pretty long movie. Um, overall, I think the pacing was a little too slow at times, but I thought the acting in this movie was very good. I think the ending was very kind. I thought it was a little sad, you know, obviously your protagonist dies, so you're going to feel a little sad for him. Um, especially the scene where he, you know, the goddamn You didn't say spoiler alert. Oh, my bad. Spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) especially the scene where he finds out. That he's kind of, for sure, not human, you know, or no, that he, yeah, like, when he's having a struggle, right, where he's like, oh, these memories were implanted in me, these aren't real, and he's coming to a realization that, oh, shit, this actually did happen, right? That happens? Well, there's the the part where... The horse? (laughs) Did you watch the movie? (laughs) He thinks that's a real memory, but it turns out to be an implant, but he thinks it's real in that moment, and that's why he, like, goes crazy. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Okay, and then Joe, this is uh, not your first time watching this movie. You've actually recommended it to Gavin and I many times. Correct. And we never watched it. Also correct. Which is why we decided to watch it when we have you on, so you can talk about it. What what makes you like this movie? Well, Blade Runner 2049 is probably probably my favorite movie. Um, yeah. Why is that? So... Or, I guess I already asked you, but yeah, go ahead. But I'll continue. <laughs> But I would say 
So the acting is really good. Like Gosling, Harrison Ford, Ana de Armas, uh, everyone else. So that's one element. Um, Jared Leto. Jared Leto, he's also very good, surprisingly. Morbius. <laughs> Morbius sweep. Jared Leto gives it his all in everything he does. <laughs> <laughs> Method acting. All right. But, um, sorry, to continue. Um, the cinematography by Roger Deakins, which won an Oscar, I believe, is like just phenomenal. Just all the the neons and the different colors and the like the just the vibe it gives off is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say I thought the setting was really nice. Yeah, like the whole establishing shots. Yes, that's all really good. Uh, the screenplay I think is very solid. Like it gets you to care about the characters. Mm-hmm. It's not. Unlike the original, it's not based on a book, but it is written by the the guy that adapted the book like in the original movie. It's written by the same guy that wrote the first movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this <clears throat> is... It's directed by... I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's a really good French director, I believe. Yeah. Or I don't know how to pronounce it either. It's... Uh, it's didn't he direct... Directed Dune, Dune? Sicario, yeah. Arrival. Yep. Bunch of, bunch of really good movies. So the direction Which is... Which I haven't seen any of them. Really? <laughs> but I refuse to see Dune for whatever oh, yeah. reason. I forgot about that. <laughs> but yeah, ph- phenomenal phenomenal direction. Um, yeah, so it, to think of it won else. Best Cinematography. And you okay. have Harrison Ford. How can you go wrong there? Yeah. And Ford, Harrison Ford didn't show up till two hours into the movie, though. But he gives, I, in my opinion, one of his like best performances. I'm talking about 2049. More so than yeah. the original. It's very interesting that you say that, Joe. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Ethan, what is your stance on that? My stance on the movie. Oh, no, I meant on Harrison <clears throat> Ford. I'm just going to go into the movie, and then I'll go into the Harrison Ford thing. <laughs> All right. Um, but Okay. So, Blade Runner, I also watched the original. I watched it back-to-back. Like, right when the original was done, really? I watched uh, 2049. Interesting. Um, so, first off, I won't get into it too much. I found the original incredibly bad pacing. Like it felt like it dragged on forever. And I don't think the character of Deckard is that interesting of a character. Okay. Um, I feel he's very generic, very standard, like yes, throughout, but especially in the original. Um, but we're not talking about the original. We're talking about 2049. Could I I cut in? Yeah. I will say, I think the original, like did a good job setting a bunch of like high standards for sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think there's a good number of parts that either feel like they've aged poorly or just kind of come across as cheesy. Yeah, I can see that. Um here's what I here's what I loved about Blade Runner 2049 the two movies as a whole but specifically this one is the world building, the world they're in, the setting, the location, specifically in 2049 the cinematography it was visually stunning. There was always something interesting to look at, even when there wasn't necessarily something interesting going on, like in the story, you know? So it's uh, two hours and 43 minutes. It's a long movie. And I felt every minute of that two hours and 43 minutes. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I thought the uh, intro was, you know, flew by, in my opinion. Well, I here's the thing with Batista. long, like... Um, Batista, yeah. <laughs> Which, I, by the way, Ryan Gosling should not have been able to fucking beat him. <laughs> well, they both have super strength. They're both relevance. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I guess. <laughs> if, if it was, like, human Gosling versus was, human Batista. Well, I mean, watching him, like, beat the shit yeah. out of him, like, 
this looks like this should go a different way. But <laughs> um, I I loved Ryan Gosling's performance, and it made me want to watch uh, the Nice Guys again. That's a great for movie. some reason. <laughs> but uh, so I I loved the characters. I loved all the characters in it. I enjoyed the writing. The concept was good. I it's just my problem with all these long movies is I felt like it could be, could have been done just as effectively if it was shorter. Okay. Um but like I said even when nothing necessarily was going on in the scene, it there was something going on visually. So not necessarily to move the story along, but it was cool to look at. Mm-hmm. Um it's a good like atmosphere movie. Yeah. Like, just oh, yeah. put it on exactly. in the background. I 100% agree with that. Um with Blade Runner, I what was it? I feel like it is one of those rare movies, and I say rare because I can't think of another one that is a blockbuster artist's film. You know, like um, it's not your typical blockbuster to rake in money like MCU movie. It's this huge budget movie made by an artist, so it has very artistic elements that you don't normally see in these big blockbusters. I usually see in smaller budget films and indie films. And that is something I could really appreciate about it. I enjoyed and can appreciate those technical components of the movie. Um, even though I felt that it dragged on a lot and I was, thought there was a lot of unnecessary stuff. But I, the parts I liked about it, I really liked. Parts I didn't like, I really didn't like. Um, but overall, I enjoyed it. I definitely, it's, it's one of the few movies that we've reviewed on here that I've wanted to watch again to see, to get more out of it. Cause I okay. feel like the more you watch it, the more you like it, I guess. Yeah. Cause I'd, I'd say that that was definitely true for me. Cause I saw it like the first time with my dad just at home. We were like, we both thought it was pretty good. Then I saw it. I think the second time I saw it, they put it in theaters. Like for this was after when it was originally in theaters. This was like maybe a year ago. They put it like for, uh, one night in theaters, so I went to go see it again. Yeah. And I was just, like, blown away by it for some reason, just seeing it on the big screen mm-hmm. and being able to, like, not having any discre- distractions. Yeah. Just being able to take it all in. And the the cool part was this was one of my, like, favorite theater-going experiences because at the very end, the you know, like, when you usually go to a movie, the movie ends, people just kind of, like, get up, do their mm-hmm. thing, talk, <clears throat> make noise. Yeah. When this movie ended, everyone was, like, completely silent. And it just, everyone was kind of quietly getting up and leaving. And it was just, you could, like, kind of feel okay. the mood. And That's it was cool. Just, it was, like, a cool experience. Um, Yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot because it, it had a story to tell. It wanted to tell the story. Um, I think what pulls me away from liking it more than I do is the original one. Just because they are... They take place in the same world, but there is that disconnect a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then to get into Harrison Ford, maybe just because I really love Indiana Jones and I really love Han Solo, I didn't think his character was all that good. That was his least interesting. Not necessarily his weakest performance. I thought he did great. He's Harrison Ford. But I thought it was his weakest character or one of his weakest. I haven't seen many characters like you said earlier joe (laughs) i liked him in air force one he did good in that one i mean i i think k is a more interesting lead yeah than deckard oh yeah 100 percent 
I like I said in the original, um, Deckard was dull, and in 2049, I really liked Kay or Joe, as they Joe. might have called him. <laughs> um, and then even his love interest, uh, Joy, and that whole story, that whole subplot was super interesting and really heartbreaking in the end. Um, I I enjoyed his journey because his whole battle with mortality as well, kind of like Roy's battle in the original Blade Runner, which I thought was really interesting when Ryan Gosling showed up to where Harrison Ford was hidden and how they were kind of playing that game of cat and mouse. It was very, it reminded me of at the end of the original Blade Runner when Roy is trying to chase down uh, Deckard in that big house. That's an interesting parallel that I really didn't notice. I, and then what what do you think of them using when when K spoiler alert when K dies uh-huh. they use the the same tears in the rain soundtrack from when Roy dies in the original. I think so you pointing it out I didn't notice it until you pointed it out right now. But when Roy dies it's he gives that speech and dies and it's like very human. Right? It it validates him having those human experiences. I think it's um a mirrored image in 2049 with K dying to where like he feels quote unquote, his soul leaving. Like he feels like he's dying Mm -hmm. to validate that he is human, not a replicant. Doesn't he also see like joy or whatever, like as he's dying as well, like a little hologram of her. No, no. I thought he did on the side of a building. You didn't watch it. That was earlier. (laughs) That was before the whole shootout thing happened in the end. Okay. He missed the whole fight between love and uh, K Oh. Babysitting. You missed that fight? Mm-hmm. Like in the water? Mm-hmm. When he held her, when he was choking her? Uh, that I I thought that was really well done. Because it, it felt very real and intense. And not a lot of movies can tra- <coughs> transfer those feelings from the screen to the audience. Sometimes <coughs> it's just it's just on the screen. It's there and it's it's there for no reason. But they really made it feel intense in the whole situation. Like, Kay got beat the heck up and stabbed a bunch of times, and um, his death was sad, but it... <coughs> he was... He was he saw himself as human. Yeah. And I think that is the parallel between him and Roy, in a sense. And I really enjoyed his character. Ryan Gosling's performance was amazing. And, uh, yeah. Not better than his performance in Remember the Titans, but... <laughs> Have you seen Drive? I've not, but I want to after watching this. Kind of a similar performance. Okay. Check it out then. Cool. So, uh, Gavin, buddy old pal, mm-hmm. um, what would you rate this on your Gavi Wavy meter? I'm going to give it a 75%. Okay. Fair. And then Joseph? 95. It, it being your favorite movie, 95? I could say 100. but Still not yeah. higher than Encanto, though. Crazy. <laughs> Well, it depends um, <laughs> on you. What are you rating it? <laughs> so, coming into this, I probably rated it like a 70 or 75, right? Okay. But like I said, the more I talk about it, the more I like it. So I'm going to put it in 85%. All right. What would you give the original? Probably a 70. Okay. Um, I, I enjoyed, I really enjoyed the concept and the world that they built and this cyberpunky sci-fi noir movie. Um, I just felt like it, the pacing was... Not very good. Mm-hmm. What's our lowest rated movie? Is it Crossfire? Crossfire. I was going to say, would you rather watch Crossfire or the first Blade Runner? First Blade Runner. Okay. That's Harrison Ford. <laughs> did you, I mean, did you, 
Uh, did you watch the version with the Harrison Ford narrative? Oh narration? yeah, you, no, no, it, no. I watched the final cut. There's a version. The theatrical version of the original Blade Runner had studio mandated narration by Harrison Ford throughout like the whole movie. So and like he, an actual film noir movie. Yes, and you can tell oh. like how little he cares not, giving this narration. <laughs> really? He, it's like, so bad. It, he sounded like he's bored out of his mind. Like imagine That's how I felt reading, watching the movie, Harrison Ford. Guys, like imagine having to read the same story to like a kid or something like that for like the fifth time today. He's just like, okay, well, this is what happens. Just I might have to look it up just to see. There's, there's a clip of it on YouTube. <laughs> okay, sure you can find um, it somewhere. Cool. So next week, the movie of the week is something that Joe has seen and that wasn't planned, but I want to hear Joe's thoughts on it real quick before we review it next week. Um, it's Phone Booth. 2002 movie uh, starring Colin Farrell, Forrest Whitaker, and uh, Katie Holmes. So there's a cast. Yes. Yes. It's there. It's there. It is there. Um, no, I really like Colin Farrell, and this movie was recommended to me by a friend. And I was like, okay, I'll, 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 I like the concept. I just knew about a guy in a phone booth. Yeah, it's a, it. it's a cool concept, a good cast. A uh, good direction by Joel Schumacher of Batman Infamy, <laughs> but he does a good job directing this movie. Uh, I don't want to give away too much about it, but I enjoyed it a lot, and it's a pretty short movie. So yeah, so it's there you a go. Nice, it's easy an watch. hour and twenty-one minutes. I saw it won an MTV award for like best villain, so that gives me high hopes that this it, villain will be cool. It is uh, under oh, the, yeah. under the uh, genre of thriller, psychological thriller. I, I won't say who uh, plays the villain, but they do a good job. I'm excited. I'm going to watch it. And that's Where can that. you watch this at, Ethan? Um, <clears throat> let me look at all watch options. So you can watch it uh, on Hulu with a premium subscription. I assume an HBO, HBO Max subscription because you can watch it on HBO Max. Sweet. Or you can buy it on Amazon Prime. Not, not sweet. Not sweet. No, don't do that. Um, so next week's movie, Phone Booth. Be sure to watch it, and then we will review it next week. Review. Movie review. Solid. And... Uh, before we move on, what would you rate it percentage-wise, Joe, since you've already seen it? Phone booth? Yeah. It's been a little while since I've seen it. I give it like an 80. Okay. Solid movie. All right. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Now Gavin's looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it already. <laughs> sure you were. All right. So let's get into the static. Welcome to the static. All right. So with uh, Road Rage this week, um, here's the thing. I did a lot of driving Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Like I, I went back and forth um, the place. Uh-huh. You know? Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, twice. Twice. So. Two times. Two times during rush hour traffic. Awesome. So there's a lot. But. So after I was done driving, I was like, wow, I have so much for road rage when we record it. I forgot everything. Nice. And maybe maybe there's a lesson in that. You know? No. Getting no. super angry. You're not going to remember what you're angry about a couple days later. Yeah. So maybe it's not worth getting angry. Um, I can understand that <laughs> if it was about anything else, but I'm about road rage. <laughs> but with road rage, so we'll do it a little bit differently because uh, Joe and I have a story um, – while driving, uh, probably about a year ago now, where we were on our way to D&D huh. at Jay's house. Sweet. And uh, 
it's it was like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. So we're driving down the street and there's uh cop car lights up ahead, right? And it's a one lane street at this point because they had you merge to one lane. And this cop is like shining his flashlight at my car, kind of like waving it, right? And I understood that as like him waving me through. So I kept going until he got all mad and like stopped, like stepped in front of the car practically to stop the car. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, didn't you see me waving the flashlight? I was like, I thought you were waving me through. And he's like, (laughs) and he like started all stuttering and was like, no, I wasn't. I didn't. He just wait, wait, because I think like a, a fire truck was trying to exit, so they needed to stop traffic. And then uh, after that happened, then he let me pass, and made me pretty upset because <laughs> he shine like I was blinded by this flashlight that's just flickering in my eyes as I'm driving. I, I thought he was waving me through because I don't know what the heck's going on, and then he has the audacity to get mad at me. Joe was there; he can tell you man doesn't know the symbol you know just holding your hand up stop <laughs> no yeah it was just cross guard it was hard to understand what the police officer like was trying <laughs> to what he wanted you to do and then he got mad at you yeah i mean if he wanted you to stop why didn't he just get in front of the car to begin with because it was dark oh yeah but didn't you have a flashlight he had a flashlight i didn't have a flashlight well, i mean you could see him couldn't you because he had a flashlight yeah but he was like waving it yeah he was waving it like blinding Ethan. Yeah. Blinding a driver. I, you think that's safe, officer? I don't think so. Seemed like a cool idea to him, I guess. I guess. And then he gets mad at me when his idea doesn't work. So, huh. Huh. Should have got his badge number. I should have. <laughs> uh, and then, Joe, I don't remember it specifically, but didn't something happen again and then I called you and told you about yeah, it? Yeah, you, you said you... That's basically the same thing happened. I can't remember how much later it was. It was a was couple it? months. Yeah, but you thought it was the same the same cop too. Yeah, because he like recognized a tattoo or something that he had. Yeah, it was practically the same thing. Two miles away from where it happened the first time, where same thing. Like he was waving the flashlight all weird, but this time I was like, "Does this guy want me to stop?" So I stopped, and then uh, that's the only reason I knew how to stop because it happened before. From the same guy. He didn't learn his lesson from the first time. Gosh. All right. That's it. That's the story. Gavin, do you have any road rage this week? I do not. Of course you don't. Joe, do you have any road <coughs> rage this week? Nope. All right. Well, short road rage this week. So uh, that's uh, that's road rage with Gavi Wavi and me and Joe. All right. Let's get into the meat. Again? Again. <laughs> the dessert meat. Gavin versus Wild. So, Gavin versus Wild. It's been very popular. People love it. People are debating it all over the world. It's trending on Twitter. I got all my coworkers to start talking about it. Oh, yeah? That was funny. (laughs) So, let's get into the results from last week's Gavin versus Wild. Does the Tiger King win again? (laughs) Last week was Gavin with a sword versus a blind bull. Now, on last week's episode, I argued Gavin, the bull would win. Easily. And then as I was making the graphic and everything and putting blind bull, Gavin with a sword, I thought about it more. And I was like, you know, Gavin has this in the bag. So I voted Gavin. All right. Joe, what'd you vote? I voted for the bull. All right. What's your argument there? Uh, well, didn't Gavin also have like the bell on him? He did have the bell on yeah, him. Yeah. I, I can cover. 
You just hold on to it. Yeah, but then you wouldn't have like the hand for the sword. You like wouldn't have. It your was free a big hand. sword. Could That's be an sword. issue. What sword was it? Was a great I thought sword. it was my choice. Nope, you don't get a choice. It was my fucking All right, choice. Here's here's the the results though. Sixty eight percent voted Gavin with the sword, and then thirty two percent a blind bull. So there's that. Joe, you're part of the thirty two percent. How do you feel? Wrong. I feel all right. Feel all right? Yeah. Hope it eats you up alive. <laughs> I will um, be vindicated. I'm I'm going, I will be eventually vindicated when this actually happens. Uh, I'm going to read the comment of the week. Um, I think I already know this one. I don't want to hear it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it from Gilbert. Shout out, Gilbert. Thanks for listening. No, I think I might have read this one, too. <laughs> so, Gavin versus Bull. I chose Gavin. Maybe he would try talking to the Bull and asking him a ton of questions. The bull would fall on the sword to make Gavin stop. Rip bull. <laughs> and that couldn't be more true. <laughs> I think that's I think the that's bull hilarious. That's one of my favorite comments we've ever had. It is a great comment. I think the bull would be too enraged to want to <laughs> fucking do that. But. He's like the Gavin would get bored from Gavin's questions. I think that's awesome. I don't. So that's the comment this week, so I won't read it later. There it is. Leave a comment, and then maybe you'll get it read on the show. On this very prestige show. Yes. All right. Let's up the stakes a little bit. This week, we've talked about Gavin versus an adult male boar. I don't know if that's upping the stakes as much. Okay. Do you want to do the hippo? No, I'm okay with the boar, but I just (laughs) don't know if the boar would be more challenging than the bull. No, I think it would be. Okay. All right. So, what would be a good buff and what would be a good handicap? Well, and I have to look up what a... Boar looks like like I don't know what what how big is a boar? Pretty fucking big. <laughs> I actually have this. I had the statistics up earlier. Let's. Jacob was supposed to do all this, but I have to do it now. Um, adult male boar. Mm, they're about at least five pounds, at least. Wild boar. Alrighty. Let's. Uh, about seven feet. No, just kidding. The wild boar is a bulky, massively built with sort with short and relatively thin legs. Um, Damn, you just described me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. He was massively built, but then he saw me. But then I stood up, and this man, this motherfucker, sat back down. <laughs> I'm trying. To, this is a lot of information. I, don't want I think to be, everybody knows what a fucking boar is. Either. Well, I'm trying to get like statistics to make it like kill you. It's big. It's like probably, oh my gosh. How big is a wild boar? How big is a wild boar? There we go. Uh, um, wow. So they're anywhere between 170 and 220 pounds. All right. So. Easy. It's like, you know, it's like fighting another, another human. Weight wise, but how tall are they? Uh, five to six feet in length. So tip of the nose to the end of the tail. But how so, tall are they? Uh, three feet. Not that bad. Three feet. Just gotta kick. You gotta punt the fucker. Okay. Honestly, I feel like kneecap. I feel like just you versus a boar. There doesn't need to be any handicaps. Whoa, 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 whoa! Boars also have fucking tusks. Okay. I want a weapon too. Fine. A baseball bat. No. What? A bat? <laughs> yeah. I w- I'd break the fucking bat before I did any damage. To this a metal boar. bat. A metal bat. How thick is a boar's skull? <laughs> this would be a stupid ass fucking weapon to use. They, their, their attack method, Ethan, is running into you full speed. 
I imagine it's got a thick ass skull. You want a gun then? Yes. Well, then you win. God, that's why I'll I take hate a shotgun. you with this whole thing. I'll take um, any rifle you want to give me with ammo. Human versus boar. No, it's Gavin versus boar because I'm not. I'm a little bit more than a human. You're a little bit more than. How to freak. survive a wild boar attack? Yeah, ask Gavin to come in and help you. Can a human outrun a boar? Fuck no. Me. Even if you can score forty miles per hour. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but could I run farther than a bull, than a boar? How to survive a wild boar attack? All could you I run know. longer than the boar can, regardless of speed? Why you should avoid wild boar encounters at all costs. <laughs> They're very dangerous, not only because of their aggression, but also because they are carriers of diseases that can be passed on to humans, such as tuberculosis, hepatitis E, and influenza A. Yeah, but not me. They also cause thousands of accidents on the road each year that can result in serious injuries for drivers. Okay. That's it. I feel like you got this in the bag, Gavin. I do, but what weapon do I have here? A baseball bat. A metal no, baseball bat. I'm not taking a fucking bat. Give me an actual <laughs> weapon, damn it. A fireman axe. A fireman's axe. I feel like you easily got it with a fireman axe, though. Ah, <laughs> oh, I don't know. What is the nerf to the boar? What nerf? It's, it's, it's just a boar. It's a boar. It's fucking strong as shit. 220 pounds, are you kidding me? Um, more than just a fire axe to take him down. So they can run up, they can get up to 25 to 30 miles an hour. So I'm fighting a small, compact version of Usain Bolt. I guess. That's compact. It's also 220 pounds with metal spear, with spears on its fucking face. They can climb out of holes in the ground that are up to six feet deep. They can jump over fences about three feet high. Wow. Fierce, sharp tusks. Yep. <laughs> Those are a little scary. Got a, got a little ankle biters. All right. Here Shin it is. biters. Here it is. You guys are in an empty swimming pool, right? Okay. Okay. It has metal tusks. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought we were giving it a nerf. <laughs> nope. I think, because I think you have it in the bag if we give you a good enough weapon. Okay. Well, then a fireman's axe is not a good enough weapon. I feel like that's a pretty good weapon. I think you have you seen it. a fireman's axe used? Fireman's axe. We'll chop down some wood. Two maybe. fireman's axes. Two fire. Give me like okay. Fireman's axe and a shield. A fireman's axe is huge. I'm not going to swing that one handed. Well, that's those are your those this, are your options. So you're giving me a nerf. <laughs> you're giving me a nerf. <laughs> I feel like this is fair. What fucking shield do I have? I feel like this is fair. Should I'll we? Take a sword should and we shield. call the expert? I'll take a sword and shield. Or a smaller a axe and shield. A, a fucking fireman's axe is a two handed axe. That is not a one handed axe. I think fine. Do you want like a an actual hand axe? I'll take a hand axe and shield. Hand axe and shield. Yes. A right. wild boar with metal tusks, and you guys are in. I don't know why we're giving it metal tusks <laughs> and also limiting my sp- my space to run again. What the fuck? Well, you're not supposed to run from it. Do you want to run? I'm from not, it? I, okay, in the jungle, in its habitat. Yeah, but at least I have movement in like Hunger Games style, like arena style. So, like, unless this is an Olympic fucking pool we're in, sure, <laughs> but. A standard pool, I have like three feet to move around before I hit a wall. <laughs> I, I I feel like that's pretty fair. You in the jungle or the forest, where are they where are they typically from? They're like a yeah, like the woods. Okay. Cool. We'll do that. In the woods with a We'll do like a meadow clearing. How about that? Okay, a meadow clearing. That's good. Uh with a wild boar that has metal tusks. And then you have a steel shield and hand axe. A steel shield? Yeah. 
So I wouldn't be able to lift the fucking shield. You'd be able to lift it. It's like a medieval shield. All right, Ethan. <laughs> you don't think that's fair? No. I feel like you have it easily in the back. It oh hits my me gosh. one time and I'm fucking dead. Didn't it? Hits me once didn't the I'm king dead. from Game of Thrones die from a, a boar attack? I never watched Game of Thrones. Neither did I. What's his name? But I do know the boar's tusks are already sharp enough already. <laughs> you don't need to give them steel tusks. <clears throat> After a oh, spoiler alert. After a hunting Major accident, spoiler alert, actually. Robert is more. It's in like the third episode. Robert is mortally wounded by a wild boar. <laughs> huh. But he was also incredibly drunk. So don't drink, Gavin. So should we make you drunk? No. <laughs> I feel like that would be better. We take away the, the metal tusks of the boar when we make you drunk. I would take the metal tusks. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> or we, we can make the boar drunk. The metal tusks. We can make the boar drunk. I'll do that. Okay, I like that. Actually, the boar is mentally impaired. <laughs> Drunken boar with metal tusks, and then you with a shield and hand axe. That's All right. fair. All right, there we go. So, who would win in a fight on this epi- on this week's episode of Gavin versus Wild? Gavin takes on a drunken wild boar with metal tusks as he only has a shield and a hand axe to protect him in a meadow clearing. There we go. Cast your vote on uh, the OEF White Noise Instagram page where we'll post it on the story Friday, April 22nd at uh, 10 a.m. And then you have 24 hours to vote there or you can leave a comment on this video and then we'll incorporate all the votes and add them up, and then we'll see the results next week. There we go. Joe, who do you think wins? I'm I'm betting on Gavin. Gavin, you're undefeated, so... I, like so. <laughs> I, have exp- I have the experience in this fight already. I've already killed a boar, or a bull, and a fucking tiger, so... <laughs> I don't see why the boar should give me that much problem, especially if the boar's drunk. Okay. That's the thing. key thing to take away here, is the boar is drunk. But maybe, so maybe alcohol used. makes him more aggressive. Or it makes him stumble around and trip over, which will give me... Optimal time to swing my axe down and just chop right. it. Chop, chop. I, well, we can only... I'll play the waiting game. Let's okay. run the simulation. I just got to chop him up enough times and then wait for him to bleed out. Okay. That's my goal. But you're also, like, naked. You're only Why in the underwear. fuck do you keep doing <laughs> this? I don't think it matters what clothing I'm wearing if he's got steel tusks. Okay, fine. But I would like to have at least some pants to on. each of them, okay. <laughs> I don't think... You I'm have your Incredibles costume. I don't know. That's kind of poofy. <laughs> My, I would actually rather be naked at that point. At least I have freedom of movement. All right. Cool. So that's this episode or this week's episode of Gavin versus or the segment of Gavin versus Wild. Um, so vote on the Instagram story starting 422-2022, Friday morning at 10 a.m. And then it'll be up on the story for 24 hours. All right. Now. Wait, where are they going to find this poll at? On Instagram. Yeah, but what's at our OEF, White Noise. Okay, there we go. For the second time. Drop the plug. Drop the plug. All right. Joseph, buddy old pal, I need you to back me up here. For a couple months now, I have been, you know, um, hating on the movie Tenant. Now, I saw this movie in theaters with you, Joe. Correct. And what are your thoughts on Tenant? Did you watch it again after theater? Yeah, I did. Okay. What were your thoughts the first time? For The first time, well, I couldn't understand a good chunk of the dialogue. 
because of the way like the the audio was mixed. It was hard to hear what they were saying. The story was very confusing. And I thought the characters lacked the depth that most Christopher Nolan movies characters have. It had some enjoyable action set pieces, but that wasn't enough to carry it for me. Okay. I did I did enjoy it more when I saw it again with subtitles, but it's still definitely not one of his better movies. And I think that that was my whole argument is I hold Christopher Nolan to a much higher standard and Tenant did not meet that standard. If anyone else made the movie, sure, it'd be an okay movie. I wouldn't hate on it so much. I'd say, "Uh, it's okay. It's not that good. But the fact that Christopher Nolan made it and it turned out the way it did, unacceptable. It's like an eighth grader doing a second grader's homework. You expect them to nail it. But if a second grader does its homework, it's like, oh, yeah, you'll see some mistakes there. That's exactly what it's like, Joe. And I stand by it. Tenet is a less than mediocre movie. And you you hit, hit the nail on the head with characters that he's usually good at the character part of it. This movie, the characters were, he wanted you to care about them, but didn't give you enough information to care about them. The only one I cared about was Robert Pattinson's character. He was cool. That's it. Spoiler alert, and then he died. Uh, okay. That was an okay. That was an unnecessary spoiler. Unnecessary spoiler a little. <laughs> um but yeah, that's Tenant and I stand by that and uh that's how I feel about it. Thank you for backing me up, Joe. Yep. Because Gavin's never seen it. Oh. Jacob's never seen it. I'm just talking like a crazy man about Tenant being <laughs> a bad movie. Um I will say the soundtrack was pretty good. Yeah, it was. But that's because that's all I heard the entire movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> the sound mixing Fair sucked. Enough. Yep. Yep. Um, there. Look at that. Full circle. Um, speaking of movies, Joe and I used to do something like this every week where we would review a movie every week. Uh, we'd watch it and be like, oh, do we like it? Do we not like it? Um, one of those movies I really liked, I mentioned it earlier, was The Nice Guys. And I've actually been wanting to watch it again. What other movies did we watch, Joe? Um, we watched To Live and Die in L.A. That was fun. Uh, Heat. Heat. I really enjoyed Heat, even Miami. though it was a three-hour-long movie. Yep. It was one of the longer movies I enjoyed. Uh, Miami Vice, 2006. Colin Farrell, that one was good, too. Damn. Just keep hitting it out of the park. Did aid in a fucking bank robbery in Hollywood? Do you remember reading it? Do you remember, like, watching the video about that? I Ooh. think so, yeah. The... Uh, the fucking bank robbery in Hollywood, California, where like they had like all these, they had such good armor, yeah, and good weaponry, and like, and they found like, like investigators found that they had watched heat, so that's oh, how yeah. they knew yeah, how to that, coordinate that, that's times. True. That's true. Damn, that's, you know you're a good director when you make a movie <laughs> that accurate. I think they also use shout like, out to predict heat. the future. They <laughs> use uh, Val Kilmer's like reload in that uh-huh. movie as like I can't remember if it's like for soldiers like training. or police, but yeah. for, like training. They use shout out Val Kilmer, example. best Batman. Got really quiet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, competing there with George three. Clooney. Top three. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, Joe, are you watching any? You said you were. You haven't watched Moon Knight because you're watching other shows. What shows are those? Not the right ones. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I, I've still been watching Ink Master. 
It's still epic. Nice. Uh, I watched the first six episodes of Peacemaker. I didn't finish the last two yet. Very, Peacemaker? Yeah, very, very solid DC show. I like it. I like it more than the the movie. It's like a spinoff from the the Suicide Squad. I think Peacemaker is better. Okay. I still um, haven't seen the new Suicide Squad. It's pretty good. I think it's a worth watching at some point. King it's on Shark. HBO. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone Shark. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that was I, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I didn't know he, that. He did the voice, not the mocap. Uh, I still I didn't know that. Yeah. And I didn't know that was him. That's funny. Fuck. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I've also been watching uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's an anime. Uh, it's from 2019, I believe. Okay. They just had a, a prequel movie like this year that was also really good. Uh, but I just finished the show and very solid show. Probably in like my top ten favorite anime. Okay. Cool. I I watched the first episode of Berserk. The the 97 one or yeah, the 2016 one? The 97 one. Okay. one. I was about to say. Don't watch the 2016 I, one. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty cool. Like the, you can watch the visuals the, of it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you started watching that show. Thank I watched you. it and then just. Oh I, no! Never mind. I won't say anything. Don't spoil just what? it. Joe. Don't no, spoil no, I won't it. Say anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm gonna no. watch everything chronologically released. So. Just do not watch the newer shows. You can yeah. watch that in the Netflix movies. Yeah, but do not watch anything. Well, past the, the that. Netflix movies are like basically a retelling. That's of what the that's show. what Gavin yeah. told me. Is I do. I will rephrase. They go, they go a little past where mm. the show ends, but it still leaves you on a huge cliffhanger. Cool. I will rephrase though. The movies in Netflix, jank animation. It's. That's uh, the whole thing, though. You, shout out Studio 4C. <laughs> I, it's a I can of, watch very bad animation as long as it tells a good story. Like, Dude, no, I'm talking visual, more like, like, it's like you get sick looking at it type well, thing. It's the same thing with Phantom Menace. It's the same thing with the prequels. Is, yeah, it's not <laughs> visually appealing. That doesn't bother me. In any movie where it's not visually appealing. It would, as long as it tells a good story. I mean, with like live action stuff, I can understand like bad effects. But like huh. in a movie that's entirely animated, if the visuals look <sighs> bad, I feel like you're, you're maybe, fighting a huge Maybe when there. I first watch it, I'll be like, oh, this is kind of janky. I would but compare then, it to Star Wars. The first one, bad animation. Second one, okay. Third one, they got it a lot more bad. <laughs> Are you watching it dubbed or subbed? Uh, dubbed. Okay. The dub's good. He's the same voice actors for the Netflix movies, too. Yeah, and they're, they're better in those than they are in yes. the original show. <laughs> in, the, in the original show, they use uh, Sean Schemmel, who's Goku in Dragon Ball Z, uh-huh. for, like, a good 50% of all the male background characters. <laughs> so it just sounds like Goku's yes. in there. <laughs> yeah. He's in a lot. In the movies, he's also there. He's very indistinct. Never seen voice. Dragon Ball Z, either. Oh, man. I don't even know the, the premise or the lore or what? any of that. Oh, man, you gotta get to I that. just know Goku and Vegeta. That's it. That's the only... <laughs> Information I have about Dragon Ball Z. Okay. All right. Uh, after watching Berserk, please watch some fucking Dragon Ball. Jesus. I won't watch Dragon Ball. Like, you really don't what, need to. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Paul Paul really loves Dragon Ball. It's a cool show. He loves Vegeta. Is it, though? I mean, it's good. But I thought fucking Cell was badass. Cell is badass. Cell was fucking cool. So that's my favorite part of the show. But Ethan will that's get why, there one that's day. That's why I still haven't gotten through the, uh, the Boo saga, because I don't find it as interesting as Cell. True. Kid Boo is pretty cold, though. But you'll know it when you get there. Uh, after well, you watch all the shows, I won't watch Dragon Ball Z. That's uh, <laughs> well. First, you have to watch all of Dragon Ball, then you can watch Dragon Ball Z. Yes, I don't know the difference. It's crazy. Show. It's like different story. It's like Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. Yes. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Legit. <laughs> okay. Cool. Quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Joseph, something we do when we whenever we have a guest is we try to 
ask uh, ghost stories. Do you have any ghost stories or supernatural experiences? That's what we always ask. I know one of them we actually experienced together, and I think I think I mentioned it. Was the statue for it? Yep. Yes, Dad. Stat, like where we were driving, and we saw this. It looked like a person, but, but like something was so still. off about them. They were like standing eerily They're, still. Exactly. Like no movement whatsoever, and I would catch it out of the corner of my eye, and it was just very unsettling. And this wasn't like someone who pretends to be a statue or anything. No, it was like it also two a.m. Like it, like, it had like a bag on their head yeah, or something. Yeah, it just it, it was, was very, it was very weird. I don't know how to explain it. Joe and I saw it once, and then I saw it again on my own in a completely different location. So that's the story of Stat. Correct. We named it Stat because it's like a statue, so Stat. You know, it's not very, <laughs> it's not very creative, good. but. That's that's all the information we have. That's the only way we can describe it. Um, but Joe, do you have any uh, any other supernatural experiences? I have one. This goes. I don't remember when this was. It was back when I was like trick or treating. So maybe like elementary two school. years ago. Oh, yeah, two elementary years school. ago. Obviously. <laughs> uh, um, anyways, I like was with a group of like some of my neighbors. And Halloween we were, like, scary yeah, story. Like trading candy. I said something like, "Oh, I don't think ghosts are real." Uh-huh. And then later that night, I was, like, asleep, and then I felt like something was, like, choking me. I was, like, laying on my stomach, and it felt like something was, like, choking me. And then I, like, put my hand, like, on my neck, and nothing was there. And then I just kind of laid there for, like, a minute, hoping it would go away, and then eventually it did. So even after you touched it, you still felt like you were being choked? Yeah. That's cruel. Did it leave a mark? No. (laughs) That's I've heard stories like that before where um, you feel like someone's pressing on you. I think it was also Paul, like when oh, Paul yeah, would go over and that. stuff. Dude, like every, move. Every, like my dad and my brother, my brother Joe, shout out Joe, <laughs> uh, they also said they experienced stuff where it's like you get like a scratch or maybe uh-huh. you woke up with like a new bruise. I've never experienced anything like that despite how haunted my house, I guess, is. And then that was the only time you experienced that, Joe? Yeah. It, like it never came up again or... Nope. Do you believe in ghosts now? Uh, I'm not really sure. Okay. That definitely made me well, consider. Like, how, so if you had to give a ballpark estimate, how about how old were you? I really don't know. Could have just been I some just, badass reflux. I just said a ballpark estimate, Joe. I don't know. You said elementary school, right? Yeah. So it means five to like what, 12 before middle yeah, school? So I guess if I had to guess, which you're making me guess, yeah. maybe like nine. Okay. Do you think, so you still are able to recall that event pretty vividly and, yeah. and stand by it? You're like, oh, maybe it was something else, or maybe I've interpreted, interpreted yeah, maybe it, could it have been differently. Like sleep yeah. paralysis. Or, <laughs> that would be fucking scary. To maybe it was a dream, out. like something yeah. like that. But like you remember it so vividly that you're sure it was exactly the way you told it? Yeah. Okay. That's and then, and then you haven't experienced anything since? Nope. I think that's the creepy part, you know? Yeah, they give you they give you that little taste, and then they never never talk to you again. You know, you know, it's like a Tinder date. <laughs> um, did, have I told the story of Gavin got my phone number banned from Tinder? Uh, what? I <laughs> Gavin got my phone number banned from Tinder. I did never use Tinder, but I am banned from Tinder. <laughs> How the fuck would I have gotten your phone number? banned? You got my phone number banned from Tinder. What did I do? Because you were signing up for Tinder, like. You mean a few it, weeks before your 18th birthday? You mean is this because you signed me up for Tinder? Or no, no, no. This is because you signed up for yourself. I remember. What? I remember. This is a while ago. 
I do remember this. Yeah. Okay. So you signed up a few weeks before your 18th birthday. You put your birthday in. They're like, oh, you're not 18 yet. I wasn't trying to sign up. I just wanted to see if it would let me. Okay. Because that was one of the things I was always like, can you make an account if you're not even 18? <laughs> so they wouldn't let him sign up. And I was like, oh. You know, it works. I was like, oh, use my phone number and like put a different birthday. So that's what he did. He put my phone number and then... I accidentally used my birthday at the time. So... So I wasn't 18. So he used a different birthday and then once he made the account... Then he went to his settings to change the birthday to his actual birthday, and then it banned my phone number from Tinder. Oops. So I'm banned from Tinder, and I've never used it before. Look at that. Well, I mean, I'll give you my phone number. I don't want to use Tinder. To make your Tinder if you want. (laughs) Isn't your phone number used for your Tinder? I don't have a Tinder. Oh. Why'd you make that face? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have one. One of those uh, trademark Gavin faces. One of those trademark. See, now you get to see it in person. It's gosh, real. We should, you know, um, those shirts that you get like Walmart or something, where it's Darth Vader like nine times, and it's like (laughs) happy, sad, happy, like all those. We should do that with all the different like Gavin faces that he makes (laughs) during the podcast, (laughs) and just name all of them exquisite. Oh, fuck off, (laughs) exquisite. You got to get at least one in. That was my first time. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I think that would be funny. If this video gets two likes, we'll make those t-shirts. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this video gets two hundred likes, we'll make those t-shirts. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll settle for two hundred likes. Okay. All right. Cool. So that's uh, that's that. This week, despite Jacob not being here, we do have a Jakey factuality. Can I can I get a can I get a cheer from the audience? Woohoo! Also, we went down in two subscribers. Oh, exquisite. Why did you say that? Why did you say that live, Gavin? <laughs> we, we used to have like 37, but now we're back down to 35. We had 35. We never had 37. We had 36. I know for a fact we had 36 at one point. I've only seen that 35. So we lost so. at least one. We haven't lost any. All right. So this is Jacob sent me this fact. Since we talked a lot about Star Wars, I'm sure you guys all know this, but it's a very interesting fact. Or maybe you don't know it. What is it? Okay. Liam Neeson was too tall for Star Wars. Did you guys know that? No. Oh, really? Okay, cool. So, the sets for The Phantom Menace were only as tall as the actors, but they didn't account for 6'4", Liam Neeson. They had to rebuild all the door frames for Qui-Gon Jinn, which racked up an additional $150,000 in production costs. Sheesh. Holy shit. They couldn't just ask him to bend down? Well, I mean, it would be every door. Okay, it saves you $100,000. <laughs> Holy but, shit. Yeah, he was too tall, so they had to rebuild all the sets to account for his height. And Maybe six that, four, I didn't. I don't know. He was. I knew he was like a taller guy. I didn't know he was six four. Maybe that's why they killed him off. Maybe yeah. <laughs> they were like, "Fuck, yeah, dude, we can't not, have you on the set. Anymore. We're not doing this anymore." And then um, the fight. Speaking of the fight where they killed him off, wasn't that fight sped down or slowed down because yeah. they were going so quick? Yep. Ray Park and, and the but, guys. Yeah, I met Ray Park. You met Ray Park. Yep. When he was at like the the Phoenix. Now it's called the Fan Fusion. Oh yeah, like the Comic Con. Yeah. they changed it. He was nice. That's cool. He uh he plays Snake Eyes in the GI Joe movie. Yep, the original ones. The I don't think he plays him in the new one though. No, he's well, not. Definitely, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he also plays a ton of like characters sword, yeah. that don't speak or whatever. Toad in X Men. Yeah. One. Oh, I thought he meant Toad in like Mario. I was like, wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, your thumbnail picture: Toad with Darth Maul's face. I'll do it. To do it, even though we just talked about it very briefly at the, at the hour and nineteen minute mark. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, cool. So, on that note, follow us on all social media. 
There's only two. It's Instagram and YouTube. Um, <coughs> on Instagram, we are at OEF White Noise. Um, be sure to vote for your Gavin versus Wild thoughts. Of Shut the up, week. yeah, Joe. Um, Don't vote for the, bo- the, wolf, the <laughs> fucking boar. Um, it is a drunken wild boar with metal tusks versus Gavin with a shield and a hand axe. <laughs> should be it should uh should be a great fight. Catch it live Saturday. Gonna re- we're gonna simulate it. Um, on YouTube we're uh, One Eyed Fits. That's where the podcast is uploaded on YouTube. We're also on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. You know the works. Um, so be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you leave a comment, maybe we'll read it. We probably will. We get a good handful, so there's a good chance By your comment will be read. We talk about like two or three, <laughs> two or three, two or three video, and it could be <laughs> yours. Um, so leave a comment. We like reading them. Uh, and yeah, so Joe, what? Uh, where can people find you? What do you want to? What do you want to sh- plug to the audience? Uh, check out my guitar Instagram at J-R-G-U-I underscore T-A-R. All right, one more time. <laughs> you have to do it twice, like OEF. At noise. J-R-G-U-I underscore T-A-R. All right, be sure to give Joseph a follow there for his guitar Instagram. and um, Drop the plug, Broseph. Drop the plug, uh, Gavin, do you have anything to say? Uh, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, be sure to tune in next week where hopefully Jacob will be back. And this week's song of the week, Gavin? It's going to be Someday by Surfaces. A nice low vibe. It's a song you'd probably listen to if you were like in a rain storm or something like that. Okay. It's relaxed. Interesting. Interesting. Something puts you to sleep. Like Ryan Gosling and Blade Runner? <laughs> Does you mean Harrison Ford? <laughs> Confused him. I conf- you confused me, yeah. <laughs> now he's not sure what to think. <laughs> now he's not sure what to think. Um, all right, cool. Appreciate you for tuning in. If you've uh, stayed this long, appreciate it. Really do. Joe, are you going to listen to this episode? I don't know. <laughs> it's like weird listening to myself. I feel like if you listen to the first few minutes, you're like, wait, I've already experienced all this. Why am I going to relive <laughs> it? Um, but you should. At least like, comment. Watch it long enough subscribe. to where we get a view count. At okay. Least. Yeah, do that first, Joe. And on Spotify. <laughs> and on Anchor. You, and wait, on do you, so Gavin's always said you listen to only on Spotify. Is that true, or did you change it up? I usually only listen on Spotify, but I'll comment on YouTube. Okay. Do you watch long enough to count as a view? On spot, on YouTube? Yeah. Probably not. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's, that's fine. Don't worry about it. All right. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. We have to go uh, lather Gavin up in baby oil, so we'll be right back. <laughs>